Welcome to Orange Intelligence, a KUKA Robotics podcast featuring key players in the drive towards innovation and automation in any market. Hello and welcome to Orange Intelligence, a podcast from KUKA Robotics. I'm your host, Tyler Kern, and today I'm discussing the importance of robot accuracy with Hussein Walid. He is the senior staff engineer at KUKA Robotics. Hussein, thank you so much for joining me. It's my pleasure. Well, Hussein, uh, let's start off here with a really broad question. What is robot accuracy and how do you define that? Um, this is a very good question. Um, in the field, uh, lot of, lots of people confuse robot accuracy with robot repeatability, resolution, precision, uh, and so on. Um, robot accuracy um, refers to the ability of a robot to go to a commanded position. That sounds very dry. But if I ask a robot to go to a point at, let's say, 100, 100, 100, does it really go, if I measure it from outside, to 100, 100, 100? Mm -hmm. um, it might miss it. Uh, but it does not know that it's missing it. It will report to you that it is at 100, 100, 100. Repeatability, on the other hand, it just uh, measures the ability of that robot to go to the same point again and again um, and be there. So if I ask the robot to go to 100, 100, 100, um, if I, it goes to 90, 90, 90, for example, but if I ask it to go there again, then it, it goes to 90, 90, 90, then to 90, 90, 90, et cetera, et cetera. Then the robot is very repeatable if it goes there very consistently. Um, just to give you a give you uh, some um, numbers, uh, robots in general are repeatable to within 0.5 at the upper. Uh, KUKA robots, for example, are repeatable in general to 0 0.06, 0 0.03 millimeters for for the small robots. Um, accuracy. Uh, without uh, any uh, a calibration, uh, could be up to four millimeters, five millimeters. But if the robots are calibrated for accuracy, that number goes down to 0.7 millimeters or, or, or better. Interesting. So is it possible to have a robot that is highly accurate but not highly repeatable and vice versa? Um the the in general um, from a statistical point of view from a definition point of view yes but in practice uh, the robots are always a lot more repeatable than accurate so a robot um, just out from the factory without any calibration without any anything would be quite repeatable uh, but without calibration they would not be as as accurate as as we want them to be and depending on the application uh, sometimes you want all you care about our repeatability because you're doing pick and place from the same place and placing to the to the to the same place um, therefore all you care about is repeatability but if you're doing uh, offline programming if you're trying to follow a path, uh, precisely, uh, then you need accuracy. You also need accuracy if you don't want to stop the line when you're exchanging a robot. 
if the robots are accurate, then you exchange your robot, it's gonna be in the same place, it's gonna perform uh, almost the same, so you do not need to retouch your programs or touch up your points and so on and so forth. So what are some applications that where accuracy is of the utmost importance? I think, you know, specifically potentially of surgeries or, or something like that, that robots have been performing. What are some uh, applications that come to mind for you where accuracy is, is really on display? Uh, like you, like you mentioned, um, medical robotics, um, require lots of accuracy and safety. Um, uh, you know, because for example, imagine, um, you're, you're aware of the, um, uh, cyber knife from Accuray. Uh, they use KUKA robots and mm -hmm. those robots are absolutely accurate. And, and they, uh, as far as I know, um, uh, and they, um, make motions that are uh, related to uh, patient's uh, body motions. So you need, you need the accuracy there. Um, another field is machining. When you are machining with a robot, either aluminum or, or sculptures uh, and so on, um, you, need, you need the accuracy there as well. Uh, you need accuracy if you are following in general any type of contour um, and so on, um, so you need the accuracy as well. Um, repeatability, like I said, if if you're doing just pick and place and you do not care what happens in between or where it goes because you're teaching it, uh, then you don't care about about accuracy. Uh, about accuracy, you only care about repeatability. Mm -hmm. So if people, you know, could look ahead 20 years, uh, fr from 20 years ago to now, they would be really surprised, I think, at, at how accurate robots are, correct? So what do you see coming in the future? How do robots continue to get more accurate? And what will that allow for in the industry? Uh, what that, uh, in the future, like, like you said, you know, 20 years ago, robots were not as accurate, were not as mechanically good. Um for example, from a mechanical point of view, I've seen a robot perform um, uh, close to actually tend uh, a furnace, uh, steel melting steel melting furnace, uh, for 10 years. And all of the paint was peeled off from the robot, but the robot was still working just fine. That's how mechanically robots have, you know, have become. From an accuracy point of view, things that we could not dream of doing 20 years ago with a robot, now they are, they are done. People are changing, are, are uh, replacing 10 million, $20 million uh, machines with, with robots for a fraction of, of the cost. Um, so um, going forward, um, medical robotics, um, there's a huge potential for, for robots, and that's because of safety, because of accuracy, because of repeatability, because of uh, human-robot collaboration. Um, so the, it's, it's huge. The, the, the future is huge for robotics. 
Absolutely. And, and I wonder, just from your perspective, you have so much expertise in this area, but how can you walk through with somebody the decision-making process to make sure they choose the right robot for what they're trying to do, be it you know, uh, what the degree of accuracy they need or the repeatability they need? How do you walk through that process with somebody? Um, it, it depends on the application. So, for example, the, the first question to ask uh, a customer is, uh, what does your robot do? Is it going to be just pick and place? You teach the points and you forget it. In that case, you do not need accuracy. You just need repeatability. Just grab a robot that um, that is suitable for your load and for your reach, and you're you're all set to go. Um, if that is not the case, if the the customer is, for example, going to be um, doing offline programming and needing accuracy. Um, if they are uh, cutting with the robots and needing to follow a contour or something, then what we have to decide on is whether you need pose accuracy, which is static accuracy, or do you need also path accuracy or dynamic accuracy? You need the robot to um be accurate when it reaches a point or do you not do you need the robot to be accurate when it reaches the point and along the path let's say a line or a spline or a circle or something like that um, and so that discussion has to be had with um, the customer and the other discussion is how much accuracy do you need if they say, well, we need 0.02 accuracy, we'll say goodbye. You cannot, you cannot use a robot for that. <clears throat> but if, if, if you need an accuracy of you know, 0.7 millimeters, a millimeter, uh, even less sometimes than 0.7 millimeters, then, then a robot can absolutely be used for that. The other, the other um, aspect would be uh, what environment do you work, do you work in? Uh, if there will be, if the, the duty cycle is huge, then the robot is going to get hot, for example, and heat expands the um, uh, steel and aluminum, and that could, could affect accuracy. So a, a discussion has to be had with, with the customer to decide, A, whether accuracy is needed, B, um, whether that accuracy can be achieved by a robot or not. So, Hussein, just from your personal perspective, working in this area, what excites you about what's going on in the, in the world of robotics right now and seeing the level of accuracy we're able to attain? Uh, tell me a little bit just about you personally. What's exciting for you? Well, well I've, been, I've, been, I've been playing with robots ever since I graduated, and they pay me to do that. Uh, it, is, it is really fascinating to work in an application, to define what's needed, to see it come to fruition, and it's always amazing looking at the final result. I've worked in some really amazing applications uh, from... Um, non-destructive testing with two robots on, 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 on very long rails 
to uh, robots cutting uh, steel pipes um, and, and you name it to machining. It's it's really it's really fulfilling. It's really it's really interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Hussein Walid, thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast today and talking a little bit more about robot accuracy, what it provides for, what it allows in the industry, and educating us a little bit more on this topic. Hussein, thank you so much for joining us here on Orange Intelligence. Thank you very, very much. And everyone out there, thank you for joining us for this episode of the podcast. We appreciate it very much. Of course, we have previous episodes of the podcast, so if you enjoyed this one, make sure to go check out some of the other episodes we have on the show. And of course, subscribe while you're there to stay up to date with the latest in thought leadership and insights from the people at KUKA Robotics. They are the best in the business and do a fantastic job of educating the marketplace. And so make sure to check out the podcast and to subscribe there. And of course, we'll be back soon with more episodes of the show. But until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks for listening.